Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Hey y'all, welcome. Welcome to the Hushville Black Forum. You got me Hushville driving this train. It's January 23rd, 2016. Uh, yeah, we're getting off to a uh, to a rousing to a rousing new year. I mean, this is what our third show of the year already. Yeah, before you know it, 2016 will be gone, y'all. Yeah. Hey, how time flies when you're having fun. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum, where our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And out of necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on Blog Talk. Yeah. Let me send a shout out to my Facebook friends. Let them know that the Hushmo is uh Let them know that the Hushmo is uh is on the air. Trying to uh, provide them with the best of uh, the best coverage of uh, events affecting uh, our community. This is what we do out here on the Hushville Black Forum. Advocate of America's Raffin is said. Not because we don't not because we don't love everybody. We wanna let you know right now that we do love everybody. Absolutely. It's just by extension we find ourselves advocating on behalf of America's African to be part of that community. Hey, we've been out here on Blog Talk now going on eight years. What, about eight years? Yeah, what, eight and eight is 16? Yes, yeah, so that's about 2008. So it's been about eight years we've been out here on Blog Talk. Hey, my website is still down. com is still down. We're still redesigning the thing, so... Haven't had haven't had time to uh, to do much work on it here lately. We're back in school again, but hopefully by this time next week we'll have it back up. We'll have it back up with a new new softer look or a new look. I don't know how much softer it's going to be, <laughs> but we will we will have it back up uh, by this time next week. Hushmoblack dot com gets uh, down for maintenance. Got a great show for y'all this evening. Boy, so much going on in the world. Anybody living around Flint, Michigan, don't drink that water, y'all. Don't drink the water. If that water come out that faucet looking like it's a rough color, don't drink it. Don't 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 wait for nobody to tell you for somebody to tell you not to drink it. If that water come out that fountain looking like it's rust, don't drink it. Just just don't drink it. Now, I don't care what they say, whether they tell you it's good or bad. If it come out looking funny, don't drink it. They poisoned the folks up there in Flint, Michigan. Jesse Jackson said it was a crime scene. That's what Jesse Jackson said. I don't know. He said it was a crime scene. People been keep. <laughs> hey, 
anytime somebody's poisoning uh, the water supply for a whole city, that is a crime scene in my mind. I'm with Jesse on that. That's it. Flint, Michigan is a crime scene, y'all. Somebody need to somebody need to go to jail. I believe. And somebody might go to jail before this thing's all over. Got a, a big uh, winter storm coming up uh, the northeast there, coming up the northeast coast. Well, the east coast from North Carolina all the way up to, uh, I don't know how far the thing go up. Looks like Times Square. Looks like a winter wonderland. The Big Apple is shut down. <laughs> hey, ran uh, Chris Christmas up in uh, New Hampshire somewhere politicking that folks told me better get his big, <laughs> better come back home. <laughs> and he he uh, uh, seen all the negative publicity start to come in, so he rushed back to New Jersey. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do. Not much of anything, but get on TV talking about uh, he got it covered. That was a serious storm, y'all. Look like I've been looking at it all day on uh, uh, on TV and uh, the internet, trying to keep up with it so I can provide y'all with an update. Uh, my audience, that is. I, yeah, we we like to keep uh, we like to keep y'all informed. Donald Trump said that uh, he's got such a command and lead and his supporters are so loyal that he could uh, go out there on Fifth Avenue in New York and shoot somebody and still wouldn't lose no support. He could go out there and shoot somebody and still wouldn't, uh, still win that thing. That's what Donald Trump said. I, I don't know. I, how, how would he get sworn in? Would the Supreme Court justice to swear him in from in jail? <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, if you shoot somebody, uh, chances are you're going to jail. So, so now, Donald Trump, he's going to shoot somebody and still win that thing. How is he going to get sworn in? Is the Supreme Court just going to come in jail to swear him in or what? I, I don't know. Hey, y'all, we got a free call in, one 888 to the Hushbow Black Forum. We don't take many calls, but we will take a call. Y'all got something to say? Uh, we, like I said, we advocate on behalf of America's rap when it's this. Uh, yeah, we advocate for justice, y'all. Yes, justice covers everybody. We just have to be a part of that community. We love everybody. Hey, uh, we, we, uh, well, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know how you. How is he going to get sworn in? Somebody from the peanut gallery talking about, <laughs> uh, it ain't just the law. You still can, I guess you can run for president in jail. Now, I, I, yeah, some senator, uh, some congressman or something from Ohio, he, he was running for office. They locked him up. I think he won that thing in jail. He won re-election while he was in jail. Now, I, I don't, I, I really don't know what, where he got sworn in or how that played out, but I know he he won his election for Congress uh, while he was in jail. I think somehow they finally removed him from his seat there in Congress, but when he got out, he I think he came right back to his seat. 
Y'all know who I'm talking about? Some congressman from Ohio some years back. Uh, I don't know why you send somebody to Congress there. The guy's getting ready to go to jail. But Donald said he could shoot somebody and still win the presidency or still win the nomination of the Republican Party. Still a, a ways from the presidency in my mind now. Right? Michael Bloomberg said he had Donald Trump or Ted Cruz wound up being uh, the Republican nominee and somehow Bernie Sanders wound up being the nominee on the Democratic side. He was going to launch a third uh, a third party run. So you're going to spend a billion dollars. Now, I don't know what money you got to do with it, but <laughs> if you if you spend a billion dollars, you're going to you're going to have some effect on that race. As a third party candidate, yeah, if you spend a billion dollars, you're gonna you're gonna have some effect on that race, whether you can win or not. I don't know, but I do know that if you spend that kind of money, you're gonna have some impact on that race. Yeah, you spend a billion dollars of your own money, shoot, come on, money still. Now, <laughs> it, it might not seem Jeb Bush is spending a lot of money, but he ain't spending no billion dollars. He done spent about uh, fifty, sixty million dollars so far. But that's a long way from a billion dollars, y'all. <laughs> Michael Bloomberg said he's going to spend a billion dollars on a third-party run under certain conditions. Uh, if uh, if Donald Trump or Ted Cruz is a Republican nominee and somehow uh, Bernie Sanders uh, wound up being uh, the Democratic nominee, uh Michael Bloomberg said uh, he believed that he can get in there and do some damage. And he might can. Now, I don't know. <laughs> what what y'all think? Uh, do you think Michael... <laughs> I don't know what up to my camera. Come on. But I don't know. <laughs> I really... I really don't know whether he could or not. I have my doubts. Whether or not Michael Bloomberg could win a third party run. But uh, I do believe that uh, he could have an effect on it. On the outcome. Now whether that would be Now, whether that would be, uh, whether he would be affecting that thing for the benefit of the, uh, what side uh, would be impacted by that the most, I don't know. Uh, I tend to think that I tend to think that uh, if he launched a third-party run in that scenario with uh, either Ted Cruz or uh, Donald uh, Trump on the Republican side and Bernie Sanders on the Democratic side, I'm tending to think that he would probably have a greater impact on he probably withdraw 
he thought it would draw support from uh, the Republicans. And he he may foul up uh, either the Donald or uh, or the uh, Ted Cruz, the Canadian. But then the Canadians got another problem because the Canadian has to uh, somehow figure out how he could run for a president in this country. <laughs> the Canadians still got to figure out just how it is that him being born in a foreign country, that uh, he can go about running for president here in the United States. I don't see it. The Constitution doesn't allow it. The Constitution does not allow for a person born in a foreign country to run for president. Now, in the United States, somebody said he'd make a, uh, probably make a pretty good prime minister of Canada. And I, I, I don't even think he'd make a good prime minister of Canada. I, you know, my, my own thought on that is he'd probably be more useful uh, going back to his father's home down in Cuba. You know, he's Cuban, too. Oh, yeah, he's a natural-born Canadian, uh, uh, and his father's a Cuban, a natural-born Cuban. And I think his father did uh, uh, relinquish his Cuban citizenship and became a Canadian. Uh, so I, you know, Ted. Oh, he's make he's everything but an American citizen, natural born. I mean, he may he may have sometime gotten citizenship uh, here in this country, which is fine. I, you know, I'm thinking he is an American citizen right now. I have no doubt that Ted Cruz is an American citizen right now. He just what he just wasn't a natural born uh, American, which is which is his problem really because. That's one of the requirements to be president, as far as I can tell. Anybody know he's different? As far as I can tell, he has to be a natural-born American to uh, be eligible uh, to be president of this country. And so some, somewhere down the line, the Supreme Court or somebody's going to have to sort that thing out. If they can look at their Constitution and say that natural-born doesn't mean being born on this soil, uh <laughs> they uh, they're gonna have to do it because every legal mind, constitutional legal uh, lawyer, expert, pundit, or whatever that I hear talk about it, seem to come down on the side that yes, indeed, natural born means just that. You have to be born on the soil. Doesn't say anything about uh, if you got a one of your parents is this or that. Say uh, is more interested in you. Ted Cruz came out with some birth certificate of his mother being born somewhere up there in Delaware, which is all well and good. She probably could run for president and wouldn't have no problem. But then, uh, come to find out, she was uh, uh, on the voter registration up there in Canada, so I'm assuming by that she was either a Canadian citizen or applied uh, for Canadian citizenship, or she wouldn't have been on that polling list, as far as I can tell. But then, be that as it may, I believe she probably would be eligible to run for president here in this country because she was a natural-born uh, American. Now, I don't, that you know, I, Ted Cruz broke out his mother's birth certificate. Thing is, she ain't running for president. 
she's not running for president of this country. I don't, she, is she running for anything? I, but she probably wouldn't have a problem. I, it's nice to know that he knows what her birth certificate is. That's not the issue. The issue is his birth uh, certificate says uh, uh, Canadian, and he's a Canadian. He should be a proud Canadian. He should be proud of his heritage. Yeah, he should be proud of it. Canada is a great country. Great country. I just feel I just believe that he'd be a better fit for us is uh his country, Cuba. They need uh politicians of his ilk uh down there. Can he speak Spanish? I, I you think if he's had his father from Cuba, so you think Ted can speak Spanish? I don't know. It's in his DNA, so I'm, I'm sure he wouldn't have. Uh, it wouldn't take him much to pick it up. It wouldn't take him much to pick it up. No, not if it's, if it's in your DNA like, like that. I mean, if your father is is, is Cuban, uh, and they tell me Cuba is one of the best places in the Caribbean to uh, learn Spanish. They speak proper Spanish, whatever that is, uh, in Cuba. You know, they got different dialects of Spanish. It's pretty much like they got different dialects of every, every uh, language uh, there is. So, uh, but anyway, they said uh, the Spanish spoke that's spoken in Cuba is uh, the is proper uh, Spanish. That's what I heard. I don't know. Some one of my professors was telling me that. And Terry Cruz, since his father, since he's half Cuban, he won't. He won't have a problem picking it up if he. he I don't know. He may speak it dumb. I never heard him speak any Spanish. I never heard him speak any Spanish. You think he speak the language of his father? You think he'd be able to speak the language of his father? Well, a large part of Canada speak French, so maybe. Maybe he speak uh, his native tongue of. Uh, French if he's born in uh, the French-speaking part of Canada. I'm not sure Alberta. Well, he's speaking Alberta. I believe that's where he was born. I, I you know, I, I don't know what they speak up in uh, in Canada, in that, in that part of Canada. I know they speak French and English, depending on what province uh, you're from. Uh, I, I was in Montreal for a few days during the, I guess it was the, what was it, the 92 or uh, the 86 Olympics, I guess it was. The 86 Olympics was in Montreal. I went up there for that. And, you know, I speak French in Montreal. I, uh, but as far as uh, Brother Ted, I'm not sure what, uh, I, if I had to uh, guess, I would, I would uh, tend to think that Ted probably speak uh, Spanish. Entiende Espanol, Senor Cruz. Yes, do you understand Spanish, by the way? Entiende, Entiende Espanol. Well, yeah, the husband speak a little 
does know speak a little Spanish. Not much. <laughs> but uh probably about as much as Terry Cruz. <laughs> hey uh hey welcome to the Hushmo Black <laughs> Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum, y'all. Where our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And out of necessity sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on Blog Talk, y'all. We we don't like to uh we don't like to get loud. Every once in a while we have to crank the volume up to uh get our to get a word in edgewise. wise. Uh, there's a lot of noise out here. There's a lot of noise out there in the hinterlands. I'm dealing with this uh twenty sixteen presidential race. This thing is getting crazy, Well, huh? I don't know, I you know, I'm looking at uh the Republican side of things, they still got twelve people running. <laughs> they, you, you wouldn't know it because only two of them getting all the noise. That's Trump and Cruz. Rest of them jokers, I, you know, somebody need to. I think they're gonna have that thing uh, narrowed down to a uh, manageable few in about two more months. <laughs> but don't nobody look like they want to go nowhere. They just spending money. They just spending money, y'all. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know, y'all. But I heard the Donald say something else besides shooting somebody. <laughs> he was talking about pick, uh, picking Oprah Winfrey uh, as his vice presidential uh, uh, running mate. Can you imagine that, the Dawn and Oprah on the same ticket? That'd be a hell of a ticket, I tell you that. I don't know what either one of them do anything about being the president, but both of them seem to know how to make money. Both of them seem to know how to make money. So, you know, that that ain't all bad if you were looking for somebody to make money. Now, how that equates into, uh, how that translates into uh, being a, an effective president, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know, y'all. Don't, don't, don't get me started, because I, I don't know. I like Oprah, but I don't. You know, I don't see how her being able to make money is going to translate into her being one heartbeat from the presidency and her having to take that job over. I, you know, I, I, well, first of all, I don't know if he's ever uh, consulted Oprah about the possibility of uh, being his running mate. I, I guess he need to do that first. So before uh, we we go out off we go off on this tangent about Oprah running for president, uh, vice president with uh, the Donald, I guess he better first uh, go to Oprah and see if she uh, she see if she'll uh, entertain the thought. Uh, here's a fat one. He uh, had to run back to New Jersey. <laughs> I 
Chris Christie. He was giving uh, the first lady some uh, flack about uh, trying to get our young school kids uh, to eat right. And he looked like uh, he should should have been in the front of the line listening to uh, what the first lady was talking about <laughs> in terms of uh, a proper diet, a healthy diet. The Iowa caucuses, caucuses y'all, a week away. What is the first of February, a week away? So, yeah, that thing is coming around here. We're going to know some of all the guesswork and all the polls and all that stuff. We're going to have some some real data to go by. We, we, it ain't gonna, it's all this guess stuff, and that's all polls are, uh, some kind of guesstimation of what might be. We're going we're gonna to start doing some stuff. Uh, after the 1st of February. We're going to start knowing some things. And after Iowa, then New Hampshire, and then South Carolina, pretty in about a month's time, and then the 1st of March when they have that Super Tuesday, we're going to know who the president is after that. We're going to know who the nominee is on the Republican side. We're going to know who the Republican nominee is after that Super Tuesday in March, uh, that early, that thing's going to be decided because half them jokers are going to be gone. <laughs> half them jokers going to be gone by the wayside. Well, I don't know. They can hang on. Yeah, they don't have to drop out. You can run until that convention, I believe, or until somebody acquires uh, 270 electorate. Uh, well, we don't know. We'll, we'll certainly know. Mm. One thing I do know is... Uh, 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 the Democrats only got to pare down the <laughs> one from three. It's going to be a, a much easier job to uh, figure out who the Democratic nominee is than uh, that muddled mess they have over there on the Republican side. Because we ain't going to know that thing until probably the last, the last, uh, the last joke of standing, and then they might get to that Republican convention and not have a candidate. That thing might go uh, over, erupt in the war right there at the convention. That would be interesting, though. I wish I could get some kind of press pass. I wonder if I can get a press pass to uh, the Republican convention. That's true. I definitely would like to go. I'm going to start applying for press credentials here at these various political uh, functions so I'll have a better, a firsthand uh, account of of uh, what's going on and come back to my audience to report 
Well, I'm in the press, y'all. Yeah. This blog talk, blog talk radio, yeah, I'm in the press. Not not on the, <laughs> not mainstream. <laughs> hey, the Hushville ain't mainstream, man. I'm sorry. Don't, don't get it twisted. I'm not mainstream. The Hushville Black Forum is not mainstream, but no stretch of the imagination, y'all. Hey, uh, it's about uh, 29 after 7 in the ATL, y'all. We're going to take a quick pause for the calls here. Uh, we'll be right back after the turn. Y'all hang in there. You got me hushed, well, we'll be right back. Advocated on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., right here in cyberspace.
Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back to the Hustle Black Forum. It's Saturday, January 23rd, 2016. Welcome back to the Hushville Black Forum. We, uh, just thinking here, we, one of the things that cropped up in the news uh, this past week was somehow Bernie Sanders had got into it with somebody uh, and they somehow asked him about reparations for uh, Americans of African descent. Of course, he was against it. He didn't think it was uh, he didn't think it was a uh, viable uh, thing to do and that even if he thought it was, he didn't think he could get it passed Congress. He didn't think it would pass muster in Congress. And somehow, this is on MSNBC, I believe it was uh, Chris Hayes. He, I don't know, Tennessee Coates, Tennessee Coates, the author of uh, Reparations Now, or, you know, some article he write for the Atlantic Magazine, young dude, 32, seemed like to me, uh, Chris Hayes and him are some kind of buddies or something because every time reparations come up, he get Tennessee Coates on and uh, and Tennessee Coates, a sharp young brother. But thirty-two, I think there's a lot of other uh, ideas and uh, own reparation uh, uh, that uh, Chris Hayes need to uh, look at. When that subject matter come up, even mine's uh, uh, the Hushbow. In my book, Racism and Hate in American Reality, I've got a whole chapter on reparations, my point of view, my point of view uh, on it. And I, you know, I was born here in uh, 1945 in Georgia, uh, dealing with uh, separate equal. And my uh, take on reparations has to do with uh, the separate equal laws that injured millions of Americans of African descent after the Civil War. My advocacy for reparations has very little to do with slavery uh, itself. And a lot of folks, uh, uh, when they start talking about reparations, the first thing to come to mind is slavery. I, you know, I don't have any problem with anyone advocating for reparations uh, for the enslavement of millions of uh, Africans here in this country. It's just not my, uh, it's just not what I uh, uh, advocate reparations for. I advocate reparations for me and my people, my family members, uh, because of 14th Amendment violations after 1865, after uh, the emancipation of uh, my folks here in uh, this country, this state of Georgia, for 14th Amendment rights violations uh, for the separate equal laws that the state uh, and the federal government imposed uh, on uh, my family uh, after the Civil War that injured me and my family for 100 years after the Civil War was over. So my advocacy for Reparations has very little to do with uh, slavery itself, in my mind. 
the slavery part of it was such a humongous inhumanity toward uh, man that uh, I, I can't uh, I can't uh, place a, a dollar figure on it. So I turned that part of our journey here in this country, the slave the slavery part of it, over to the man upstairs. I didn't deal with that because I that thing was so fictitious uh, that uh, I can't uh, I can't uh, begin to put a, a price on it. Now you asked me to put a price on reparations for uh, 14th Amendment violations. That's a different story. I figured that out. Uh, so if somebody come up to me and ask me, well, how much would it cost? Uh, pick up my book, Racism and Hate, and I got a whole little diagram. I got a whole little uh, mm, uh, a formula for uh, calculating exactly uh, what it is that I would uh, be looking for in terms of reparation. Going on, get into it tonight because I, you know, I just thought I'd bring that out there. If anybody's interested, go to uh, my book, Racism and Hate in American uh, Reality. Amazon.com carry it. Yeah, go there. Racism and Hate in American Reality by Jimmy C. Cameron. You can pick up a copy right there. Um, but anyway, I got a whole formula for figuring out uh, the cost of uh, the value of what uh, I would be looking for uh, in dollars. Uh, that's not as hard as people would have you believe uh, how to come up with a dollar value. But yeah, that's, you know, so when you hear somebody start talking about reparations and how could it be worked out, yeah, talk to more than uh, Tadisi Coates. Talk to uh, uh, some older folks who've been looking at this thing for the last 50, 60, 70 years. And you, you get some real uh, interesting uh, takes on it. You get some real interesting takes on uh, uh Reparations, yeah, Charlie. Uh, uh, Dean, not Dino, but uh, John Cunyon's been introduced to reparations uh, bill in Congress for the last forty years, dealing with slavery. That ain't went nowhere. That ain't even got him a vote on the floor. That has not even got him a vote on the floor. There, he brought the thing up for discussion on the floor of Congress, and he's been introducing it. Uh, for the last forty years, so we know that ain't go that ain't going nowhere. Property didn't have no say. Property still don't have a say. <clears throat> we uh. Moran Register endorses Clinton and Rubio. Wow. This is the Moran Register. That's the newspaper in Iowa. They, uh, you know, they endorse the political, their political uh, preferences before 
the Iowa caucuses, and they always endorse both the Democrat and the uh, Republicans. Hillary Clinton, they were endorsing on the Democratic side, and looks like uh, Marco Rubio, the phony from Florida, on the Republican side. Oh, yeah, that guy's phony. That guy's phony as a $3 bill, you know. And Marco Rubio, somebody went and bought a gun on Christmas Eve to protect his family from ISIS. Come on. He went and bought a gun on Christmas Eve to protect his to protect his family from ISIS. No. And I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? It's like incredible. This, as his personal feud with Jeb Bush escalates after the release of a new Bush ad featuring his mother, Barbara. When push comes to shove, people are going to realize. Of course, uh, Jeb Bush mother just came out and said something about uh She's endorsing uh, and football shoulder pads. Trump supporters today standing firmly by his side. Donald is always a bit shocking, and I think that that's something that brings him a lot of support. The Democratic race also getting increasingly tight. Hillary Clinton fighting to regain her lead over Bernie Sanders, hitting Sanders on his Medicare for All health care plan. We uh, hey, now who who would be surprised that uh, someone someone's mother would uh, endorse him? <laughs> now, <laughs> if I was running for president and my mother was uh, around, I'm sure. I'm almost I'm almost sure. I'm hundred percent sure I'd get her vote. I'd get her vote. No doubt. If I if I get but one vote, I'd get my mother. So uh when Barbara Bush came out and said that uh she support her son huh? Well, first of all, Chris, he said he'd only run if Hillary wasn't there.
Chris don't know what he's talking about. First of all, Bloomberg said that he's only running. Hillary Clinton wasn't running. And uh, he's just rambling on. He don't have a clue what. I'm listening to uh, Chris Matthews. He, uh, Because if you think it through, he would be a problem for Hillary. 
And I don't know if that's what his intention is. So, as you say, if his consideration is who the nominee is, maybe if he sees Hillary winning, the thing is, by the, the time he decides to march, it may not be clear that Hillary has put this thing away, if she's going to put it away. Based upon the current polling, as you know, Richard, the, uh, Bernie Sanders is doing well in Iowa as well as New Hampshire. He could do well again later. The next contest would be Nevada. He could, he could obviously have a big challenge facing him in South Carolina. We have a large African-American vote, which would be loyal to the Clintons. But um, he could be pretty much the front-runner in delegate co collection when uh, Mike Bloomberg makes his call. And I think that might be a, a delusion or an illusion. Uh, I think Hillary's still the front-runner to win this thing. We have yet another consideration as we move towards March and the caucuses and yeah. the, the first primary. Uh, Can I just say, Richard, yeah. I think it's a New York metropolitan story that New Yorkers are going to love. It's a very satisfactory thing yeah. if somebody from the hometown is. Chris Matthews, he uh, he's a little stuck on himself. He don't have a clue uh, about a lot of things. He think he knew it all. But uh, I'm getting to have my doubts about him because uh, Michael Bloomberg came came out and said that he would only consider running. He came out and said that he would only consider a third-party run if Hillary Clinton is not the nominee on the Democratic side. So, and then Chris Matthews come on talking about he'd only hurt uh, Hillary. <laughs> I mean, how? <laughs> hmm. I don't know, y'all. Yeah. That's not my concern, that Republican thing over there. Yeah, I'll let them sort that thing up. John Kasich is my uh is my favorite Republican. <laughs> if I if I if I was left with the one of those jokers to vote for, it probably would be John Kasich, and he can't get over 2% of, it, of the Republican vote right now. He can't get over 2%. So, uh, I don't know. It looks like it's going to be the Donald on the Republican side. I, I would definitely consider uh, voting in a Republican thing if if between Donald and Cruz. By no means do I want uh, Tia Cruz or, or the Donald, really. In fact, I, I don't have anything against the Donald, except that he's probably a little... Uh, a little... Uh, soul on himself. I mean, he'd probably be a nice person to have a beer with. Oh, he'd scare me to death <laughs> if he ever got close to that White House. Oh, <laughs> the Donald would scare me to death if he ever got anywhere near that White House. That's just me. Uh... You know, the president controls that nuclear arsenal, arsenal we got. And they have the Donald in charge of it. In my mind, would be uh, 
not only putting the country at risk, but putting the world at risk. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Him or uh, that other guy, the Canadian. <laughs> Him or the Canadian. Both uh, would be too dangerous for me. Of course, I don't think we got to worry about the Canadian. He got to, he got to go back and be reborn again, and not just uh, <laughs> we we talking about his religion. <laughs> he he got he got to figure out how to be born in this country. That's that's his problem, among others. I mean. I, I don't see him as a president. I, I don't see any in no scenario that I could ever vote for him. Even if he wasn't a Canadian. But being a Canadian, I don't think there's a uh, legal way that I could vote for him. I don't think he's going to be on the ballot until he go to, well, he's got to go to court. If he can show up on that ballot. Even in Iowa, I'm surprised the Attorney General up there haven't put, uh, uh, haven't went to the Supreme Court uh, and uh, asked some legal opinion up there in that first state. Is this guy legal? Making a, enough of a, uh, making all kind of noise when uh, they was running around looking for the president's birth certificate. They didn't seem to care whether or not his one of his parents was uh, an American citizen. They didn't seem to care one way or the other whether. Uh, his mother was an American. Dear Cruz, and he thought he was home free until he figured out that uh, he had a problem of his own. He was all for them persecuting the president and throwing him out of office. When in fact, he uh, is the one that was really born outside of the country. Could be an interesting uh, legal problem there, but I don't see it as a uh, too much of a problem. Uh, 
seemed to be pretty clear cut to me. You can't be a natural born Canadian. If you're a natural born Canadian citizen, you ain't natural nothing else. You can't be. If you are a natural born Canadian, you can't be a natural born anything else. <laughs> now, come on. You can't be two natural borns. <laughs> how 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 do you square those two? You're a natural born Canadian. If that if that's the case, why can't you be a natural born Cuban? His father was Cuban. What make him not a natural born Cuban? <laughs> Come on. Just think, uh, Ted. Why aren't you a natural born Cuban? You you more Cuban than you are American. Mm, I don't know. Hey, it's about 8 o'clock in the ATL, straight up and down. We're going to take another quick pause for the calls here, see if we can get some bills paid. Of course, we don't know how, how we're going to get them paid. We got somebody, somebody said, how you going to pay them? Hey, hey we, got, we, got, we got some people that uh, put the bill around here. Yeah, we got some folks put the bill around here, y'all. Don't y'all ever think the Hushman ain't got no, ain't got somebody paying the bills. Don't y'all ever think that. So we're going to take a quick pause for the calls and see if we can get some bills paid, y'all. We'll be right back. Y'all hang in there. You got me hushed up. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Welcome back, Bill. Welcome back to the Hushville Back Forum. It's about uh, seven minutes after eight in the ATL. We just uh, still looking at the winter blizzard of 2016. Closed half the East Coast now. The major metropolitan areas. Well, New York City is closed. New York City is closed down. They don't ban travel. Wow. We uh we we just we tuned it, tuned in on uh, Lou Dobbs.
that's hooked up with that National Review, including Bill Crystals and uh, the likes. Who else is in that thing? I, I don't know. They had about 20 names. They're good for creating petitions with names on them. The radios and signing pledges. <laughs> they come up with more pledges to sign. Than I, I, you know, I don't know. What what all these pledges and lists are about? The only pledges I'm, you know, I'm that I uh, think that the president of the United States should be signing is that one uh, pledges to uphold the Constitution. Anything else is junk, and it should disqualify anybody running for president who signed uh, some junk like this Norquist guy got some tax thing. Now anybody signing that thing need to be disqualified from running for president. Absolutely. That should disqualify them from running for president. The only allegiance that uh, any presidential candidate uh, need to be signed is that one to uphold the Constitution. Nothing else. Nothing else, y'all. I bet one of my colleagues that... uh, that this ISIS thing would be over by the time the president leaves office this time next year. We have to see how that thing's going to play out, but I think uh, that thing's going to be a thing of the past, this ISIS uh, phenomenon. Oh, they're still going to have some hostilities over there in the Middle East. Hell, they've been fighting for 2,000 years. <laughs> hey. They've been fighting over that for 2,000 years, though. That thing ain't going to come to no end uh, tomorrow or day after, year after, year after that either. So, but uh, as far as ISIS and that phenomenon, I think that's going to be over with. That's just me, that's my thought. That's my thought. Somebody just came up with another George Foreman grills, guaranteed to cook the best steak to take the grease out. I don't know why they keep coming up with all these things. All of them using some form of heat. <laughs> the fire, fire is one of the. Somebody said somebody invented fire. Who? How could anybody invent fire? History class I, I, I'm taking. Somebody said some one civilization invented fire. I, you know, I, I, you know, who they invented fire or they discovered a way to uh, uh, start a fire with some uh, flint rocks or something like that. But they didn't invent fire. They had lightning come down and set a whole forest on fire by itself. They discovered or invented anything. You didn't. The man upstairs uh, did all that. Texas saying, quote, anyone who wants to knock New York values needs to go through me, end 
they say New York is full of energy, the same energy that helped rebuild the Empire State after the September 11th attacks. And so the stage is set, if you will, for that debate, a debate in which uh, the, Donald Trump says he will be asking about the senator's failure to disclose his loan from Goldman Sachs, based headquartered in New York, I believe. Joining us tonight, Fox News contributor, Evan They, uh,
We, uh, we just listened in, uh, folks, on Lou Dobbs just uh, rehashing uh, this pre-Republican debate. Mm. Uh, these less 
This is so crazy, y'all. Uh, now the governor of Michigan is wanting to ask the federal government for help for something that he calls. We're just looking at Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera, you all know, is the uh, uh, cable network that uh, Al Jazeera uh, is a paper out of Qatar. It's a Muslim outfit out of Qatar. Uh, you know, Qatar is over there in the Far East, a rich country with all the money. What a fire occurred on New Year's. That's Cutter. Al Jazeera is a news outlet. They got an American uh, branch, Al Jazeera America. They're getting ready to close down shop uh, in April. Uh, I kind of like that station for, you know, just a different slant on world news. And I think uh, America's African descent needs to somebody with money need to go in there and swoop that up. They might have to... Uh, uh, Join together, three or four of them, five, six, seven, eight of them join together and go in there and buy that thing and switch it over to uh, some kind of uh, streaming uh, network. But it's definitely a place that uh, America's African descent could use to uh, get back into uh, the uh, communications business. Al Gore sold that thing for $500 million. He made a like a fat rat. Mm. I don't know. It's not worth that. It's, 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 it's only worth fractions of that now. I'd give him all the $50 million for it. Tops. They probably jump all over. You go in there off that man $50 million, he jump all over it right now. Because you got to spend some money into it. Uh, you got to start selling advertisement right away to get your money back. But I believe it's very good at it. They could do it. That's the same thing here in Atlanta, yeah. Our water system ain't safe. I was just looking at Al Jazeera talking about some of the old American cities with hundred-year uh, infrastructure. Uh, the city of Atlanta, same way. We right here in Atlanta, our, our sewer system is over hundred years old, in dire need of uh, uh, 
of uh, some uh, uplift. Uh, and uh, most, uh, you know, our, our city's uh, infrastructure is like that. Especially the old cities. I mean, I don't think the I don't think the water here in Atlanta, and it's it's uh, ten times better than that stuff they have up there in Flint. I mean, Flint, uh, Lake Huron is supposed to be the largest uh, fresh uh, water lake in the world. And uh, why they can't get water to Flint through that from that lake, I don't know. I, it's still amazing why. <laughs> Uh, they poisoned the people up there in Flint and got one of the largest uh, freshwater uh, uh, reservoirs uh, in the world, right next to them. I don't know. Uh, we were looking briefly at redistricting uh, in uh, one of my classes uh, this past week. Uh, I think I'm going to do a paper on it. We have to do a paper on the subject uh, in the class, and I think I'm going to do my on redistricting. You know, uh, how uh, the party in power, how they draw up the congressional districts in each state uh, here in Georgia, since the Republicans have been in, par in power starting, I guess, about 2003 when uh, Paul Perdue took over the governorship, the first Republican governor here in Georgia in like 135 years since Reconstruction, whatever that, how, how long ever that's been. And uh, they've... Uh, uh, just about redrawn all of the congressional districts since they've been empowered under the state house. Uh, I contend that is a uh, conflict of interest. Uh, if the party in power is redrawing congressional districts, it's a conflict of interest. Uh, no doubt they should not be redrawing up districts to keep themselves in power. Or to better water infrastructure. And we're going to have that funding available to you by the end of the next week. And that includes more than $80 million for the state of Michigan. Our children should not have to be worried about uh, the water that they're drinking in America. So, uh, you look the guy yet. Uh, you heard the president promising $85 million. Uh, the people in Flint, Michigan, were exactly jumping up and down about that, were they? Well, no, uh, you know, I think you said in your introduction how much mm. that the mayor estimates is going to cost to replace the damaged infrastructure there. And so, you know, $85 million, although I'm sure that appreciated is, you know, far, far uh, short, certainly inadequate for, for what's really needed. Um, you know, in terms of overall, my understanding is that since the 1970s, the federal government has by about 75% the amount of money it gives to the states and through the state to uh, cities to pay for water infrastructure. And like you were talking about New Orleans, the people's bills are going to be going up 10% a year for the next six years. That's a huge increase, especially in a city that's largely poor. 
We saw it uh, the past couple of years in Detroit where they're shutting off water to tens of thousands of people because you cannot just expect to pay for the cost of these improvements, these very, as, as the other guest said, these very necessary improvements. The money is not there to just fund it totally on the backs of uh, rate payers. It, it's just not there, especially in uh, largely poor communities. Absolutely. Be outraged. Well, first of all, I wouldn't be drinking the water. The water coming out of my faucet looking like it's 
uh, muddy or some other crazy color, I'm not going to drink it. None of my kids are going to be drinking it. We're going to stop drinking that water right away, y'all. <laughs> I guarantee you that. And ain't nobody going to have to tell me. I, I'm not going to wait for nobody to tell me that that water is not safe. But that water's coming out of my faucet looking all crazy. I'm not drinking that stuff. Come on. Ain't nobody got to tell me to stop drinking that. Come on. Yeah. We got to start. Uh, we got to start doing a fair amount of thinking, y'all. We can't. We we ain't gonna be drinking junk that looks like it's uh, <laughs> with some rust colors <laughs> coming out the faucet. Did anybody see uh, the water coming out of the faucets up there in Flint, Michigan? I, I, you know, I've never seen anything like it. I got to call off the wheeler. I got a friend up there not too far from Flint. I got to call him and see what's going on. Cause that, I mean, come on. You, if water coming out your faucet looking crazy like that, stop drinking that stuff. Stop drinking it right then. You know about the governor said this and the governor said that. We we don't care what the governor, nobody else say. If you see water coming out your faucet looking crazy, don't drink it. Don't let your kids drink it. Don't do any of that stuff. Mm mm. Don't drink it. We don't know. Uh,
Russian veterans. And Sarah Palin can see Russia from her backyard. Wow, the Donald, that whole thing over there on that Republican side, y'all, is nothing short of uh, comical. There's nothing short of comical, y'all. We ain't going to respond to that. We ain't going to respond to that, Julie. We, mm-mm, we ain't going to respond to that. We're not going to respond to that. Mm. 
something. I don't know. It looks like somebody was at a funeral, y'all. This is a Facebook post. Looks like somebody was at a funeral, a funeral home with a casket in the background. I, there may have been a body in that casket. But anyway, they broke into dance. I don't know if they sung and danced, but they did break out dancing. So people have all kind of different rituals and stuff at funerals and things. This was kind of unusual. They broke into a, a good old a good old party. Looked like. But funerals are not necessarily uh, always supposed to be said, I suppose. I just, you know, I thought this was a little unusual. I was posted to YouTube, I mean Facebook, the the casket in the background kind of took me uh, aback. (laughs) So he's just on, I I, I ain't got nothing, uh, you know, I'm not say anything negative about it because I don't you know I don't know the family traditions or the uh history on the what took place there. <laughs> hey I'm not I don't have an opinion one way uh, one way or the other. I you know, I'm just I thought it was a bit uh, curious. I thought it was a bit curious. Uh, I didn't know what was going on. I seen seen these folks break out dancing, and uh, until I looked up and I seen a casket back in the background, I thought it was. I thought it was yeah, a little shocked me. I, I maybe it wasn't that big of a deal to whoever uh, to whoever it was that. Uh, Whoever it was that uh, to whoever it was that uh, that posted that thing, I you know I don't know. It, it ain't no you know nothing to me. I don't care. I don't care. Somebody's got this one, one, one Facebook page. I I can't quite figure out. I I really can't figure out what uh, what's going on with it. I I can't uh, I won't I won't I won't name it I'm not gonna name it any of y'all uh, 
Is it the age of Aquarius yet? Yeah. What's the date? Uh, the 23rd? I think it is the age of Aquarius that came in. This is my uh, time of year, y'all. I'm an Aquarian. Yeah, I got a birthday coming up in a week or so. Is it next week? No, not next week. week after next, I guess it is. The 4th of February. The husband's birthday, the 4th of February, y'all. Um, Want to leave the, want to give the husband a little something for his birthday? Please feel free. Oh no, I ain't turning down nothing, but my caller. We ain't turning down nothing, y'all. Not for my birthday. Y'all got a little something to give husband. Uh, have at it. Mm-mm. We we ain't uh, we're not turning down one thing. You have the family. My birthday always come first. So my birthday is in February. So going forward, I'll have a pretty good idea how to. Uh, of how to uh, reciprocate. But the other uh, family member's birthday, although to be honest, my family, uh, do, uh, give uh, some pretty good uh, gifts. I have no complaints about the gifts that I get. In no way. History is written by the victors. And they left out some some important facts. Oh no, no, shoot! This guy says, uh, everything we know about our history is a big lie. For $20, he's going to set us straight. Three months of unlimited exploration for only $20. Wow, he's going to tell us the secret of our own uh, creation here. Wow. Hmm. Well, I suppose I'll, uh, I'm going to wait a while on that. 
before I, before I uh, give him $20, trying to figure out where I came from. I mean, I'm sure you got a pretty good story to tell. We all do uh, have some kind of story to tell. But this guy hid in origins, exposing humanity's ancient secrets. Mm. Wow. I suppose $20 is a pretty cheap uh, price to uh, find out where you came from. But now, who, who's to say that? Uh, who's to say that what he's uh, what he got is uh, is indeed uh, the truth or factual? I, you know, I don't know. Some <laughs> is it? Well, we don't know. I I can't say that what he's talking about is true. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. Now, according to according to uh, this one author here, he's uh, says he's a scientist, uh, explorer, uh, author. Uh, he got some pretty good qualifications. I don't know if any of that, uh, what all that means. Whether he's found some some secret out of where man came from, I don't know. I, but I, like I said, I'm, I'm going to wait a while before I give him $20. Anybody want to chip in that $20? Let the husband know what you think, and in fact, just pass it on to the husband. I'll uh, I'll look at it. I'll reciprocate some kind of way. I'll reciprocate some kind of way. Y'all know. You know I will. Absolutely, I will. I wouldn't be sucking and jabbing you like that. Uh-uh. I ain't gonna shuck it and dab you like that. I'm gonna. I ain't gonna be shucking and dabbing you like that. I'm trying to get my mail here, y'all. Somehow I can't get it. Not synced. What do you mean, not synced? <laughs> get started. Yeah. Okay, let's see what the deal is here. Uh, somebody's birthday, this guy's birthday. This is what, January what?
Okay, that's well enough. The 23rd, okay. So, yeah, we're going to see what the deal is, y'all. We're going to see what the deal is here. We tried to uh, log into our account of ours, and for some reason, they tell me that uh, either the password has changed or... Now I don't know who pass, I don't know who could have changed the password. I didn't change it. So who could have who could have went out there and changed my password to mine? This is one of my bank uh, bank accounts. This is one of my bank accounts I'm talking about. I can't get into it. Oh, I ain't got no money in it. <laughs> oh no, I ain't ain't no money. In it. I just I like to be able to get into it, they come telling me that this is the wrong password. Now, who could have changed the password? I didn't. So who could have changed it? Is all I'm saying. I never changed no passwords. We should because of following. Around your password you entered is not valid. Please try again. Now, who could have changed that password? Because, you know, that, that thing's got me puzzled. I'm sure I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't change nothing. Somebody said the husband. I forgot this. Pay. I ain't forgot nothing. I didn't change it. Now somebody, somebody. Uh oh, y'all. Somebody said something about ninety seconds ago. That's the cue, y'all. We got to. We got to get ready to bring this thing to a close here, y'all. Welcome. Uh, I want to thank uh, my listeners for. Uh, Hanging in, that, hanging in there with us this evening. It's always my pleasure uh, being out here on Saturday uh, evenings. I uh, look forward to uh, this time so much. Uh, for now, that's just about going to do it for us. We shall be back next Saturday, same time, same station, y'all. The 30th, 30th of January, our last show of January. Uh, y'all do come back and and uh, party with us next Saturday. Until then, uh, child, he got me the Hushmo. We out of here. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com. <laughs>